0: Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I'm going to use this podcast to celebrate my first week on a diet. It's my podcast. (laughs) I've lost nine pounds the first week on this diet. Wow. That to me is like... If I never lose another pound or gain it all back, that's like a miracle. I've been overweight, oh, most of my, oh, from 40 years on. I used to tell people from about 35 years old, I put on a pound and a half, started out real skinny and ended up real plump. A week ago, I was 226 pounds, which is definitely an into the obese category. Um, I probably don't fit your idea of obese person. I hike three or four times a week, typically three miles, but anywhere from two to five miles and it's up in the hills of Fair Hill, sometimes White Clay, White Clay Creek Park, um walk my dog about a mile two or three times a week on top of that i work in the basement and i typically do 20 30 stairs per day so i'm not inactive uh playing tennis with a pandemic So I've been very active most of my life, and I'm still working at it. And I've tried like a million diets, and I've failed a million times, and this may be a million and one. Who knows? But I kind of invented this diet myself. Now, the one other time, um, when I was about 230 pounds uh, this is back in 95 which is what 20 years ago 25 years ago I went on the Atkins diet and lost from 230 down to about one. Well, 199 or something I just barely got past the 200 what a boring diet Oh, it works I've tried that diet two or three times uh, since then and taken off a little bit but not very much and I couldn't will myself the diet it's so damn boring so I've been listening to a lot of these fasting diets where you fast for Um, you skip a meal, for instance, and you go how many hours you can fast, like you don't eat from 10 o'clock at night till, you know, 8 in the morning, so you've gone uh, 10 hours without eating. Or you skip, you know, breakfast and lunch, and you go to dinner, and that's, you know, 20 hours or something, 18 hours. Um found that hard to do come afternoon well I found just skipping breakfast didn't do much for me and if I tried skipping lunch by mid afternoon I was ready to eat the refrigerator and it didn't work very well so I got to thinking why not do the fasting diet plus the Atkins diet Now I also have kind of a Philosophy that you know, you look back at nature and see what mankind has done. And you know, we've only been farming in five or six hundred years and doing a good job of it, or two thousand years, it's a relatively short period of time. And for millions of years, we wandered around the planet. But even more significant is up till the time of my parents, which isn't that long ago like 1900s 1920 even into 1930s most people did not have enough food to eat and there's still like 20 percent of our planet that doesn't have enough food but we're really in a different era where our problem is not you know calories we very few of us suffer from the problem of not having enough calories we have too many calories and we have crap calories, processed food. So I kinda look at nature and say it's a guide for you know if you look how we developed living on the edge. So, you know, missing meals and going without just seems pretty damn normal. I mean that's that's the way the Indian or any no, you know, Australian uh, nomads, uh, the Aborigines—they kind of wander from spot to spot, and sometimes they have enough. The Indians followed the buffalo, and when they have buffalo, they have a whole truckload to eat. And in between, they times got hard. So, I think your body is kind of designed to cycle uh, between, you know, having food and not having food. So that that. That actually seems to me pretty normal. I also kind of buy into the idea that, you know, processed food, um, generally if it's in a, you know, paper container, a box, plastic wrapped all around it, it. You know, you... You should start to wonder about it. But if it's, you know, grown in your garden or it's, you know, something that was just alive and you're eating it, that that seems more normal. So And I'm saying all that for, you'll see how it fits in here. So what I started doing a week ago to lose nine pounds, wow, is... I get up in the morning, the first adjustment I had to make is I like my coffee, but my strategy is I'm not going to have any carbs uh, until supper time. So I think the best thing would be just not eat except one meal a day at supper time. That's pretty damn hard, or at least so far it is for me. So I like my coffee, and I like my coffee with a lot of cream. Cream, a lot of carbs. Well, I do half and half. I'm going to look at uh, uh, whole cream and see how many carbs it has, and it's, it's not like the world ends if you get a couple of grams of carbs, but it's very quickly, usually on the Atkins diet they say 25. Oh, grams a day of carbohydrates. I could do 50 back back in the day when I keep, kept track of being in ketosis. And I also go into ketosis pretty fast. And I think that's primarily because I'm active and use up the sugar in my body. So in the morning, the first adjustment, I have coffee and I'm just barely putting a touch. Of cream in the first cup and then I when I cap it off I don't put more cream so right now I'm psychologically working myself down to no cream. Come lunchtime I'm starting to get hungry and on the fast I would have nothing but I figured why can't I just have a couple of eggs fry me fry a couple of eggs and eat them because it has no carbs and so this is a combination of fasting and no carb diet. So, lunchtime I have uh, two eggs. And the first few days, um, by three or four I was starving again. So I would um, have another couple of boiled eggs. Last few days I've I've boiled the eggs and put them in the refrigerator waiting for me, but I haven't actually eaten them. And then a couple of times right before supper, and I did this more earlier, uh, early part of the week, I would grab a handful of, you know, mixed nuts and hold myself off till supper which was six to seven o'clock. Supper time comes. Um, I'd like to say, you know, you got a three hour window, say from six to nine, whatever you, you pick your three hour window, where you can do what you want. But I seriously doubt if you can really do what you want. It turns out if you fasted all day, you're not quite as prone to, if you just do what's comfortable and don't psych yourself out um surprisingly a little bit of food kind of gets you full more than normal so evening time what i what i do is kind of the philosophy eat still to eat healthy you know eat some fish or chicken you know low-fat meat but it's not the end of the world you eat some beef um Try to eat salad, leafy vegetables. If you want some potatoes or, you know, the starchy stuff, yeah, go ahead. Go light on it. Now, I start getting in trouble with my rheumatoid arthritis with the bread and that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. You can dry it. And I'm staying away. And then after that, I, I since I have a three hour window, I eat moderate amount and surprisingly, I don't have to eat much and I'm kind of okay. but I psychologically still need something else. So I think one of the first nights, I had a little bowl of ice cream. Well that causes my rheumatoid arthritis to act up and I ache that night so. Next time I came around, uh, I had nothing for a couple of nights, but it psychologically seemed tough for me. So what I've tried, uh, I think two or three times, is I get a, this low sugar yogurt, the yogurt that has, um, mine has like six grams per serving, which is the lowest I can find. And you probably want yogurt that don't get the non-fat, because I think the fat's kind of the help helping you stay. And you know, I cut up some fruit, some, put some blueberries and strawberries, and even a little bit of mango in there. So that's quite a bit of, of uh, carbs there. But this is all in the, you know, your three window, three hours of indulging. And you have that yogurt, and it tastes surprisingly good because you've been without the carbs. It's like, wow. It's like, almost like a sugar high on those strawberries. Um, so that, that's kind of the basic thing. Then, I, then you know, 9 o'clock, then I don't eat again till the next day at uh, 6, 21 hours. I'm going to do without. Now, I've made a couple of exceptions, but I think these are logical exceptions. When I'm going to go hiking, and I go hiking with this fabulous woman, uh, Kelly. There's my chiropractor. Yeah, I got a little crush on her. and My wife knows that. It's it's alright. We're cool. My wife really likes her. So do I. Anyway, when I go hiking with her, I really have a hard time keeping up, going up those hills. She really presses me. So going into that with, you know, having eaten for 10 hours or 15 hours, whatever it is, um, my butt's dragging. So what I've done a couple of times when I've hiked is I've taken a uh, boiled egg with me and a banana. Now the banana's breaking the rules, but here's my logic: that hiking's consuming two or three hundred calories. That's going to burn up the, you know, 100, 200 calories that's in the banana, and it's, you know, it's sugar calories. But I'm, you know, putting it in and I'm consuming it for that activity. So I think that's still, you know, at the end of the hike, my. blood sugar is probably still pretty low anyway it, it seems to be a reasonable strategy that if you're going to do something real strenuous right at the beginning of that you are allowed a little bit of breaking the rules I'm also going to try and this is next week we'll see how it goes um, making some I have a blender that like eats up everything I don't know what it's called, but it's, you know, real high-speed crush of stuff. I'm going to start trying, uh, making, say, spinach and cabbage and carrots, and just mix that with some ice and blend it up and see if I can find some kind of shake that, you know, you know take for a little snack in the middle of the day when I'm getting hungry. But the I idea that I've kind of taken is I, I've got a set of rules but when I break the rules I want to break them in a way that is not you know catastrophic that doesn't um, mess up the whole game plan anyway I'm stumbling forward and I've I've had a whole lifetime of failing but I'm rooting for myself and hoping this is the time that uh, I end up under 200 pounds and I guess I'll wish for that first and then we'll we'll see if we can wish bigger this is an ancient Texan celebrating for you guys that are skinny and don't have to worry about weight (laughs) I hope you turn this podcast off early anyway Thanks for listening. This is the Ancient Texan wishing you a good day and, and success at whatever you're doing. Namaste.